Hi everyone. Welcome to Positron Quantum of Positive Vibes. I'm your host Vidhi. A few days ago, a very famous Indian festival, Diwali, was celebrated with full zeal and joy. I watched a reel where the creative host showed how to reuse and recycle the used tea light candle holders. As impressive as her craft was, what was equally admirable was her sense of responsibility to protect the environment from the harm the waste materials can cause if not disposed of properly. With good intentions, we all try to use sustainable ways to keep our environment clean and healthy. Somehow, I feel I don't get the, get the information or maybe take it in a casual way. Sometimes I don't use the environmental friendly ways to manage the waste and our daily trash. To share more information on how to recycle and reuse, what are the recycling infrastructures in each city and what lifestyle changes can we make to reduce the amount of landfill garbage we generate every day and some other useful information on recycling and segregation at home, I'm thankful to Ms. Sandhya Rajaraman, who is not only an ardent, full-time, full-stack developer with an interest in web development, but also a bold, enthusiastic speaker whose passion and creativity I have witnessed and relished in her speeches, especially in table topics in Toastmasters, for giving her time and even the idea for this topic. Welcome to Polestone Quantum of Positive Vibes, Ms. Sandhya. Thank you, Vidhi. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure and an honor. Same here. So let's start with our first question, the core term, recycling. What is recycling and why is it important? Okay. Uh, the textbook definition of recycling is the process of collecting and processing materials that would otherwise be thrown away as trash and turning them into new products which can be used again. That's recycling. And recycling is important because it makes the full use of materials to their maximum extent and it reduces the amount of waste that is being sent into landfills and incinerators. It helps us prevent pollution and it conserves our natural resources and energy to some extent. So this is recycling. And we are all aiming towards uh, becoming circular economies, which is when we create a product, we have to mm -hmm. use it and then we have to dispose it off safely but before disposing it off completely, if there is some more use we can extract from it, then that's the approach we should take. And in the end, when we dispose it, it should be disposed in such a way that it does not harm the environment. So it's like a circle. And this is what all uh, governments and you know all, all the people in the world are striving for. So it's reduce, reuse, recycle. Recycle is the last part of it. Okay, as you mentioned that the government and the people, they are using all this recycling process in the form of they are taking some actions. Mm -hmm. So like I want, it brings me to my second question. 
what are the recycling infrastructures in each city and why is it important for example i can start with my city's example mm -hmm. like in my city we have many city programs for example curbside recycling where the discarded items are picked up on weekly basis from the residential areas apartments and parks and they are sorted at a collection site so how is it in your region uh, well we have a, a similar uh, system in place we have different colored bins so if there's a red colored bin it's landfill garbage uh, if it's a green colored bin then it's organic waste that can be composted and uh, if it's a yellow colored bin then it's recyclable goods um, every you know street has these color coded bins and people understand what these colors stand for and what needs to go in each of these bins now this is recycling infrastructure in in my city and i am not fully aware of what the infrastructure would be like in in every other city in the world but um this is where you know our involvement comes into play uh, depending on where we live we have to find out what uh, what the color codes are or what the infrastructure is available to us um, even in the most remote villages that uh, i mean i'm i'm from a village in india and even in those villages there is some form of uh, recycling in place there is a shop where you can go and you know uh, give all the plastic containers that you have used at home they bundle it up put it on a truck and send it to the nearest recycling plant they may not have curbside recycling but they have some form of infrastructure in place so it's up to each individual to find out what infrastructure is available at their disposal now um, there are also some companies today that are taking initiatives to have pouch return programs that is if you already bought a plastic container of detergent and then you wanted to refill detergent in that container you can buy it in a soft plastic pouch and in the same supermarket where the pouch is being sold the company might have a, a little box where they collect these pouches the empty pouches and they take care of the end of life cycle for that particular pouch um but we need to you know actually look around in the supermarket and see if such a collection point exists and once we've emptied the the refill into the bottle we have to keep that pouch aside remember to take it to the supermarket the next time instead of just dumping it into the garbage where it will take hundreds of thousands of years to decompose wow. now there are some cities where they may not have uh, infrastructure to actually do extensive recycling to some extent we can petition the government and we can ask the local body officials to uh, make some effort so that our, our environment our surroundings are clean and you know are maintained well and we make the maximum use of whatever materials we are using on a day to day basis um, mm -hmm. also i would like to touch upon composting uh, which is that recycling is one thing to put things in a bin if we have yard waste or vegetable peels and organic waste it doesn't have to go into landfill it can actually go into a compost bin where it then becomes fertilizer and we can use it in our own gardens if if it went along with the landfill waste it would only pollute the environment in in other ways so yeah infrastructure differs from city to city but it's up to us to find out how we can best use it and you made a very valid point sandhya as you talked about composting and the vegetable waste 
it is di- directing me to my third question which mm-hmm. is related to the vegetable waste only does recycling reduce energy consumption as i saw in a video shared by business insider how one vegetable market in bawanpally in hyderabad in india makes biogas out of vegetable waste and the electricity generated from the waste can light up 120 street lights resulting in the reduced electricity bill for the vegetable vendors very true so the example you are giving here is an excellent idea to recycle organic matter see organic matter is uh, it, it's it's a tricky thing right once you consume the vegetables you are getting nutrients but if they are rotting and if they are unfit for consumption and you just dump it somewhere uh in you know exposed to the atmosphere they tend to decompose and in the process they emit a lot of methane and carbon dioxide and these are greenhouse gases and there's already so much talk about global warming and the earth becoming hotter and things like that these greenhouse gases are not going to help instead mm-hmm. if these organic wastes are decomposed in a controlled and contained environment like a biogas decomposing you know uh, setup then this the the apparatus will allow you to extract that methane and co2 and actually put it in a, a gas cylinder of some sort where it becomes extremely clean combustible fuel and it is an mm-hmm. excellent clean source of energy without having to touch fossil fuels so uh, we there's so much food going waste everywhere in the world and it's not something that we can control or prevent there is going to be some rotting vegetables or peels at home and things like that if we can make electricity or combustible gases out of this then why not do that because the methane if it releases into the atmosphere it's going to heat things up the air it's going to cause mm-hmm. acid rain and all of this is no good for us so the example you gave is actually perfect in the sense that rather than using fossil fuels we now have biogas which we can use as clean fuel now let's i mean consider uh, plastic recycling is that really saving energy many people think that it's a controversial topic to talk about but i would like to shed some light on it now if plastic virgin plastic is being manufactured it requires some amount of electricity energy fossil fuels when it's manufactured in one location it has to be transported to another location where it will be filled with product so the transportation is again using fossil fuels once it's filled with product it has to again be transported to various supermarkets where you can actually buy it so we're using fossil fuels in many steps and stages of the process now if all the plastic recyclable plastic collected from this curbside recycling programs is crushed and remolded locally then the uh, the amount of energy used in making virgin plastic is actually much greater than crushing and remolding plastic so you've actually made significant energy conservation there and secondly if it's being recycled locally then the plastic doesn't have to travel halfway across the world to reach the filling station it can just go to the local filling station a lot sooner okay. so i'm not saying that recycling plastic is 100% free of energy consumption 
but recycling consumes less energy, significantly less energy than making virgin plastic. And you've actually repurposed something rather than dumping it into the bin. So that's, that's again, again, it's a, it's, it's a good thing for the environment. So as we talked about like dumping into the bin, mm -hmm. most of our containers or food holders, they are smeared like with food all over. And if what we are dumping has some food stuck to it, will that item or that container be recycled or not? If a plastic takeaway box is smeared with food, greasy food, oily stuff, and we have not cleaned it before we put it into the recycle bin, then it is inhuman to expect the person at the sorting location to actually open a plastic box with rotting food and clean it before it can be recycled. That's that's not a valid expectation to have, right? We don't want to open it if it's rotting ourselves. So the the best way to, to deal with takeaway boxes is to clean it like you would clean your normal dishes at home. Make sure it is free of grease and food before you put it into the recycle bin. And uh, many times, I mean, we're all uh, striving to make the world a better place. But let's say there's a huge recycle bin filled with perfectly good recyclable materials. Then one person comes along and dumps a takeaway box with food still in it and maybe the box is not locked properly closed it ends up smearing this rotting food all over the other stuff in the recycle bin a, a, a full bin of recyclable material has now been rendered useless mm -hmm. none of the things in that bin can be recycled and what we have done is the opposite of what we started out you know as our good intentions we wanted to help the environment, but we have ruined a bin full of recyclable material by making it unworthy of recycling now. So um, it's it's actually, it's, it's a very good practice to clean your takeaway containers before you dump it into the bin and you, you'll be helping the environment. Right. I think it's a collective responsibility. If yeah. we really want to keep our environment and the surroundings clean. So yeah. as a team, we have to work and we have to take an initiative. So what lifestyle changes can we make to reduce the amount of landfill garbage we generate every day? Um, I'm glad you asked this question. So I'm all for lifestyle changes because we don't have a whole lot of control over what people around us or what the government actually does, but we can start at home in small little ways. Let's say you, you have the habit of buying coffee on a daily basis on your way to office. Instead of using a takeaway coffee cup with a plastic lid, which cannot be recycled because it's extremely thin plastic, it is better to carry a keep cup, which you can just wash and reuse on a daily basis. Uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's like one small baby step. And uh, many people have uh, a, a rough idea of how hard plastic gets recycled, but very few people actually realize that there are ways to recycle soft plastic and single-use plastic. And a lot of cities have collection centers where they are willing to accept clean soft plastic, like the wrappers of candy and you know protein powders and things like that. They're happy to accept these things and uh, they repurpose them, they melt them, and they add them to, you know, making park benches. They add them to tar when they lay roads. They are finding innovative uses for soft plastic. Sometimes they can even melt the soft plastic and make soft plastic out of it again. 
So if we can have like a big container at home and just, uh, you know, collect all the soft plastic and, you know, probably take it to the collection center once a month and give it there, it will prevent so much soft plastic from clogging the earth because it, it prevents water percolation when it just gets buried in the soil. Water won't go past it. And mm -hmm. uh, there's also a lot of electronic waste that we generate, like batteries, used up batteries, which still have a lot of corrosive liquid in them. And if you dump it in landfill, all that is going to percolate into the water table and make water unportable, that it's no good for anybody. So there's, there's places where electronic waste is collected uh, for responsible recycling. A lot of electronic stores that actually sell these equipment have a bin in the corner to collect batteries, keyboards, mouses, and you know old phones and all, all sorts of electronic waste. It just takes some effort on our part to collect these waste at home and take it to that particular location, that shop, that bin, and dump it in there. I'm, I'm all for these little baby steps that anybody and everybody can do. And it's within everybody's reach to segregate responsibly, responsibly and dispose it in the right place, dump it in the right bin. It'll be taken care of from there on. We just have to make this little effort. By following correct and sustainable practices, not only we can keep our planet safe and healthy, but we can be considerate of, of the health of the most important person, the garbage, and waste collector, who is always at risk of getting exposed to toxic e-waste, oils, batteries, and other substances produced. I thank you for being here, Sandhya. All thank the useful you. information and the knowledge you shared. A huge thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule and doing this episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Poised On, Quantum of Positive Vibes. Keep listening. Cheers and namaste.